I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. In Puerto Rico, if you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it is always time to dance. In Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music because music is life there. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion with your tough girl, you could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. 
Ladies, gentlemen, listeners, friends. Last week we said, where is the redemption? And it turns out that this week it is in episode 17, Spirit in the Night. It's the Secret Sparkle Classic. And it aired originally April 6th, 2004. Oh my God, we got our show back this week, guys. Yes. Yes. Thank God, we had so much fun watching this. Look at this. We took notes again. We were so happy. Guys, I texted Brian Greenberg in the middle of the episode. I took a screen grab and I was like, you are a doll, baby. (laughs) I, guys, I loved this episode. Me too. Was this one of our first field trips? Like yeah. We, yeah, I think it was. We took this on the road. Ooh, danger. We Myrtle Beach. On the road. Myrtle Beach, baby. Uh, that was fun. It was fun. And Haley got to be a cheerleader for the first time, which the was so The introduction. Exciting. And the first time Brooke ever called Haley, Haley. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We also had Lee was involved. You know, there... Last uh, episode was the first time that we had seen Antoine in the high school. At and now school, we're that's seeing right. Lee in social settings, which is mm-hmm, important. Mm-hmm. Our our secondary characters were a really like vital part of our story. Bevan, Tim, yes, yes. Poor Teresa. Teresa, Teresa Daniela, all yes. our girls, all yes. of the boys on the basketball team. I I also will say to everybody at home with us today that there were some very close to spit takes when Brooke screams, hey, lips, come here. <laughs> hey, lips. It's mouth, he said. It's mouth. I, I was like, yeah, yeah. She is such a little tyrant at the opening of this episode. And, no. and you learn that it's because she's really leaning into the escapism of the control and the choreography and the project to fix her sadness. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's kind of an amazing framework you know, with the with the cheer competition and with the game, for everybody to confront um, sort of the edges of their comfort, even for Lucas and for Nathan. I mean, God, Lucas seems like himself again. And Lucas and Nathan get into the whole um, leaning on each other to learn the fadeaway. We're learning sports terms Ooh. over here, everybody. Oh, yeah. Sports. <laughs> There are just good things happening in this episode. And Brooke and, and Peyton's friendship rekindling and then mm. kind of, I know it was like a little uh, a little uh, fumbly at the end there still, but uh, I just was so happy to see. I missed it, even for like a couple episodes. I, know. So I was like, I missed this. I realized is that we have spoken a number of times about how quickly our characters fall in love and how quickly they like shack up and like, you know, couple up. Yeah. Yeah. When other shows do the whole, you know, like long drawn out thing. And I realized that in our show, the friendships are the will they or won't they Aww. relationships. Because Lucas and Nathan, the whole episode, I'm like, are they friends? Are they not friends? And that's been going yeah, on what's for happening? like all season. You know, yeah. they've got this shared thing of hating Dan, but it's will they or won't they? And now with Brooke and Peyton, it's the same thing. It's will they or won't they? And so I can see why a lot of our fan base has questioned if like the true romanticism of the show isn't involved in the friendships, you know, like that has been something that people have talked about for years. Big time. Yeah. I, I actually think, gosh, that's such an interesting, maybe that's our secret. I think it is you guys. Cause when you think about how long it takes all the girls to become friends, the the sort of flip-flopping over the guy for, for Brooke and Peyton. 
I think that's why everyone's always gone, eh, the relationships are cool, but the friendships yes. are what matter to us because they're they're slow and they're honest. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I, can I, can I, as much as I love the seriousness of our friendship conversation, can I just steer back into the um, sizzling romance of what is happening in this episode between Karen and Larry? <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, so oh much God. sizzle. If we could just make it weirder, that'd be great. It was like, oh, hey, no. let's do this love triangle between the kids and then let's have their parents hook up. Like, I just... <sighs> I get that it's a small town. Like I fully understand, but the whole incestuous of it, nature of it just gives me hives. I'm like, totally get it. (laughs) Totally get it. But there, but there were major vibes there. I have to acknowledge like it's pretend those aren't our real parents, but it still creeps me out in a way that feels mortifying. Like when they came on the screen and they were flirting, I was like, oh God, dad, what are you doing? (laughs) Everyone just says it's, if Clueless did it, if Clueless got away with it, it's all, it's okay now. I guess. I will say I am currently watching season three of Sex Education. It is my happy show. And there is a whole thing between Otis's mom and Ola's dad and Otis and Ola used to date. And like, this is apparently a dynamic in small towns on television. But- I felt that. I mean, Hillary, I need you to know, like, uh, clearly neither Karen or Larry is one of Brooke's parents. And when that started happening on screen, I was like, what are our parents doing? Yeah, it felt creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think that, you know, for us, they really seemed like the the worldly, know-it-all adults. We're the the responsible ones. Yeah. When we were when we were little babies who were messy. And it to see them have like genuine chemistry, which now as adults, we know you can have with your friends, with your coworkers. It doesn't actually have to be romantic, but at the time it felt really real. And I'm having, I'm having feelings. So I was trying to figure out like the backstory. Cause okay. So we know that Karen was a tree hill Raven cheerleader, which is Uh exciting. Like for her to cop to in this episode, we know uh, from a former captain to another, by the way, oh. Karen was the captain. She called oh, it. That's it's that's right. one of those subtle like drops uh-huh. where you're like, I was captain, you know, like no big deal. But I was she's captain. like, we're the we're <laughs> the same girl. I came to check on you because my son's an idiot. And also to let you know, I'm like you. Yeah, well, but we also know from previous episodes that Whitey knows Peyton's mom because she yeah. was a cheerleader. Now, Karen had Lucas at 18, right? And so I have to imagine, par- you know, Peyton's parents were older. So if they were like, you know, a lot of grades ahead, um, that means that Larry, Peyton's dad, would have potentially also been of the Tree Hill lineage. And so wow. if they're like class of 88, you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to figure out. That would, I wish they had known each other. Wouldn't that have been nice? Yeah, it's like, how do they not know each other in this small town if they all went to the same school unless he's significantly older? I don't know. Well, I wonder if maybe Peyton's mom and Karen were the same age. But then when they went off to college, Peyton's mom met Larry like as a freshman and maybe he was a senior Mm -hmm. and they had Peyton. So Karen knew of him, but never knew him. I don't know. Is that a story point? Did we, the Peyton, uh, Peyton's mom grew up in Tree Hill? I I forgot. Yeah, because remember when Whitey and Peyton are talking at the cemetery, Whitey's like, I knew your mama. 
you know, she was, she'd be so proud of you. So I feel like she, because they were old enough to adopt Peyton, I feel like she would have been a little bit older than Karen. Um, but that kind of makes Larry sexy. He's like an older Mm. alumni as opposed yeah. to Keith, who she's grown up with, you know, Keith is like, I just completely ignored the reality of our show and started writing a rom-com. I was like, they met in college. They had a baby. I'm like, wait, Peyton is adopted. Like I really went for it. But I, I actually think there's something really, there's something really interesting there of, of a familiarity. But then also when you lose people, when you mm-hmm. move on and, and because Larry's always gone, he's always out on a boat. Like, He's back to be with Peyton now. She's 16. He doesn't want to miss anything. Karen just went away and doesn't want to miss anymore. I wonder if they're connecting on some Mm -hmm. moment in their lives. I don't like it. It's gross. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was cute. It still makes me feel like a kid, you guys. Like when we watch it, Mm. I'm just grossed out. I don't like it. There's also, um, there's something really cool that happens with Karen that isn't romantic, but that is deeply tender at the beginning of the episode with Deb and Karen at the cafe. And she's like, sweetheart, you have to stop cleaning the counters. Like I get that you're stressed. (laughs) And, and you realize that in the last episode where we were in the upside down and everything was awful. In the upside down. (laughs) We were in the upside down. It was bad. But, but Karen said to Deb, like, why don't we be partners? And Deb said, I can't. It seems as though now they are. And Deb is, you know, confessing her fear and her, and her heartbreak to Karen, who just says, your son's going to forgive you. You're a good person. Yeah. I liked that moment. Those are important moments for us to see. And I, you know, I don't know what Karen's basing her whole, you, he'll forgive you thing. You know, it feels like foreshadowing in a way, like has mm. Karen does something that Lucas is going to get mad about? Like, you know what I mean? Um, mm. I... I don't know. I th- I feel like it was just like a device. Like there was, yeah. they needed to have a character who's had a sane voice. Go ahead. Sam. It feels weird that the Deb doesn't have a world of her own. That's what it feels weird to me yeah. is that she's confessing everything into her ex's ex, and like Deb has been a successful businesswoman. Yeah. Why doesn't she have a world of her own? Why doesn't she have friends? We are taking a turn with Deb because she, when we started out, remember how impressed we were with her boundaries, with her sense of self, her Mm -hmm. sense of worth and identity and all this stuff in spite of being married to this man who's clearly abusive to her in so many ways. Mm. How did the turn happen? How are we? You know why I feel like it's happening? Because in the world of the show, Deb's world has been outside of Tree Hill. She travels for work. She has a big job. She works with nonprofits out, out, out. And what the writers are not going to do is bring in a bunch of Deb's friends. So they're going to bring Deb home where she's alone. And they're going to make her friends with Karen. This is because they don't want to hire five more actors. (laughs) It's unfortunate for Barbara's skill. But what what I like that it gives us is the one person who isn't judging Deb because Dan has held this over her and threatened to ruin her life. Yeah. Nathan is making his mother the sinner rather than his father. And everything feels misogynistic again in the writing, everybody relax. And, (laughs) and Deb leaning on Karen, Karen is the only other person who's ever been in a relationship with Dan. And she is like, are you crazy? Of course your son is going to forgive you. 
Like, it almost seems like Karen isn't even going to tolerate Deb's self-flagellation, her self-criticism. That tracks, yeah. And and I like that, that Karen's like, of course you went looking elsewhere. That guy's an asshole. <laughs> you know? That feels nice. Have you guys ever done that in real life? Have you ever, like, gotten close to the devil you know? Do you know what I mean? Like... Like I dated somebody on Montreal and when we broke up, I ended up dating his old best friend. And like only because it was the only other person that knew what it was uh-huh. like to be disappointed by that person. Do you know what I mean? Are it you was- really, are, are you really asking me that question? <laughs> <laughs> like we've all done this. It's like, it's a safe I know zone. you've done it. We've all done it. Cause it's yeah. like, we can talk about it. You know, it's like, yeah. I can't talk about this really frustrating, embarrassing yeah. thing with anyone but the person who also loves you, you know, or yeah. loved, loved past tense you. Or the person yeah. who's also been betrayed. Like, we share that we were both betrayed by this person. Yeah. I actually think that's quite common. Yeah. Whether or not anybody talks about it. I. Yeah, it's, it's the same so reason that like in a completely different world, not in the closed circuit world of a of a show landscape. But think about like people who meet in, you know, when people who meet in rehab, yeah. they're both suffering the same wound and they can sometimes have a commiseration that gives them something that nothing Ooh, else can commiserate friendship. That's a strong mm. bond. Listen, sometimes that's a bad idea and sometimes <laughs> it's a good idea. And I don't know how to tell you how to tell the difference. Listen, but- if we hate all the same things, chances are we're going to be friends. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Can we all talk about something that we all hate, but God, we love to hate him? Sweet Angel Paul playing horrible Dan Scott the cardboard with cut the out. cardboard cutout. Oh my God, the cardboard cutout where he's grinning. Oh my God. Joy, was it you saying that the little one still lives? No, Sophia, you Sophia, I have it. Guys, I have the miniature cutout. Of course, of course I do. You do. I'm going to ask Paul right now. I'm going to text him and ask him. Text him. Okay. I, Paul, Carey, the way he played that scene, and this is where you know Paul is the sweetest human and he's such a good actor. He played that scene with the subtle, like, pulsing energy of camp. Like in Scary Movie, where they're making fun of Scary Movie. Yes. Paul is actually making fun of Dan Scott while, like, puffing (laughs) up his chest as Dan Scott. It is so funny. And then when Craig Shepard throws the basketball at the cutout, it's poetry. And it's he hits him square kiss. in the balls, too. Like, it hits him just <laughs> right in the crotch. <laughs> and it's a wonder. Like, they didn't do it as an insert. It actually happened. And it is poetic, comedic justice. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Joy, what do you, <laughs> Joy, what do you remember of this episode? Because you had never been a cheerleader in high school, right? Yeah. Uh, I was for like one day and then I went, this is not for me. I want to know about that one day. Tell me about that one day. Um, I don't know. I think I just signed up for cheerleading and I just tried it and I thought, I don't know. I really don't know. I just, uh, I wasn't into it. I just didn't care. I didn't care. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I, I could have cared about soccer or... I don't know, maybe softball because there's strategy and like, I don't know if I guess 
for whatever reason, I just didn't care. I, I tried it, but, um, but then I did do, um, the sequel to bring it on. And, uh, we had yes, cheerleading camp for three weeks ahead of time with professional <gasps> cheerleaders. They came in and oh. we trained in that gym on Hollywood and Highland, the, the giant church at the corner of Hollywood and oh, Highland. Wow. Yeah. Or Franklin, Franklin and Highland. Um, uh, yeah, so we trained in there for three weeks. And by the end of it, you know, we were being thrown up in the air and doing lifts, like full extension lifts on these guys' hands. And I mean, I was like, I, I, it was so cool. It was a really fun experience. Um, so I had a little bit of that in behind me and dance training because I grew up dancing and stuff. So I felt pretty comfortable doing all of our stuff that we did. Um, I, I, <laughs> we were laughing during the during the routine because, you know, the choreography was Ooh. mediocre and, uh, you know, we were all obviously doing the best we could and, and we were good for actors to, to be doing cheer, you know, cheering. We were filming 18 hours a day. When are you going to learn a routine? I know. <laughs> That's all I'm hearing you say when you're like, we had three weeks of 12 hours a day of rehearsal to learn right. this one routine. I'm like, interesting. Cause they taught us our routine like a day before. During lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh God, we'd get 30 minutes and they'd be like, come on girls. And we were like, we were like, guys, we don't know it. We don't know it. And they were like, you'll be great. And we watched and Hillary, I think you said it. You were like, look, every shot's a close up because there's no wide shot where we're all in sync. No group shot. We had no rehearsal time. Lots of torsos. It looks when they do the shots where there's more than one person, it looks like the moves are staggered on purpose. And I promise you at home, they were not. (laughs) (laughs) No, whoever was behind the person in the front was just following the the move of the person in front of them. Oh, that's what's happening. A second later. (laughs) You guys, I did competitions cheer squad. I did go to NCA cheerleading camp and I made the national squad and I was Amazing. like a super cheerleader. Damn it. I love that. And it damn it killed me <laughs> to not be good on what real. It, oh. it killed me that like even I was struggling with those moves because I was like it's not fair. It's not fair for them to not give us the proper <sighs> uh, rehearsal time and then throw us in and be like just move your bodies oh. and like basically throw your arms in this no. direction. We'll shoot around you. I've been cheerleading since I was 9 years old. And, oh and man, we could have done it amazing. We could. We could have if we'd had a couple of weeks of rehearsal, we would have killed. No, yeah, never, never, never. And so then, on top of it, they're like, "We're gonna put you in front of a thousand extras." And we were yeah. like, oh. "Okay, good story." The extras were heckling us, you guys. They were laughing oh. in our faces. They were because they were all serious cheer squads, and they were like, "Oh my god, these girls." Yeah. On top of all of that, we're getting the pressure of like, pull it together. We're wasting film. We were still shooting on film. So pull it together. We're shooting on film. You're wasting material. And then on top of that, pull it together. Your show's going to get canceled. We have this big corporate endorsement from Secret Sparkle. They're watching. (laughs) You can't put this up. Like... I was like, I will sparkle my forehead in deodorant if you need me to. Just make stop making me dance. <laughs> Let's go to the secret sparkle of it all. It oh, man. Explain to the kids at home who don't know what the secret sparkle was. So the secret sparkle classic was the cheer competition. No, it wasn't. It was made up. It was made totally up. Pretend. It was like it was it was basically nationals. What Hillary's talking about Um But it was the TV version and it was the TV version because 
I guess they got secret sparkle at the time they made a glitter deodorant and they got secret to pay, you know, to, to quote endorse. You guys, they made a glitter deodorant. Yeah, don't, let's not blow past that. Glitter deodorant. Okay, guys, I love glitter. I don't know why you want to hate on it so much. I've never not bought a sequin anything jumpsuit, pant, dress. I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like most days I dress like a teenage boy. However, if I see, I, I literally, I just moved to Canada and I packed four suitcases and in one of them is a pair of sequin pants. God bless. So damn it. Of course, of course. I just, the idea of drawing attention to your armpit. Just like, check it out, guys. It's not hair, it's glitter. And it was before lasers, too. It was like before we could get rid of hair. Guys, would you rather have glitter or hair? I say glitter. I don't know what you want from me. But like the funniest part is, and now that I'm hearing you guys talk about this, I remember, I vaguely remember them basically saying, oh, no, we're going to be fine. All these girls are cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. Joy did bring it on. Hillary was a w competed in nationals. They thought we didn't need rehearsal time. Oh my and it's gosh. like, no, you get no. to nationals or you do bring it on by rehearsing all day, every day all for day. literal weeks. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. how. Uh, so we had really sparkly armpits and terrible choreography is the point of the story. <laughs> well, let's talk about who had great choreography, and that is Marvin McFadden. <gasps> oh, sweetie. Wow. I loved that moment so oh. much. That was so fun. Um, I love, God bless Lee Norris for learning all that He's and going perfect. for it. He always throws himself in 100%, and I oh, love and that like about him. Oh, and like shaking his ass. They put he was it in so our good. face that he didn't have a problem learning the choreography, but all they did. It. I don't remember that. That's so funny. Also, he also had a lot less to do in this episode, though. I mean, we were working all the time and filming other episodes. I was going to say, that's rude, because Lee only worked two days in this episode, and we worked eight. Well, so yeah. his days of rehearsal really paid off. His choreography was flawless. When he, when you go, when Haley says, what's a diagonal? And he claps and does the hands. <laughs> it was it was such comedic gold. I know I said this earlier, but it bears repeating. I really feel like we got our show back. Yeah. And and even with the boys, like we've been saying, yeah. you know, again, it's in the writing. Bad behavior was being modeled. And it's almost like, I almost feel like they, they took it so far in the last episode that maybe, and maybe I'm giving them too much credit, I don't know. But maybe even the writers were like, whoa, that was a lot. And suddenly in this episode, you have this beautiful storyline of will they or won't they with the brothers and Lucas and Nathan go to the river court. And did you guys notice that this is when we started lighting the whole city on the other yes. side? So it was like <gasps> twinkle yes, lights. so beautiful. Oh and my Lucas gosh. And is, Lucas is trying to teach Nathan the fade away. And they're just these boys. They feel like boys again. Yeah. yeah. Having this experience. And then when you get to... Charlotte or Raleigh or wherever, wherever this place we was, wherever we were for the deodorant glitter. Um, there's this Myrtle Beach. gorgeous Myrtle Beach. There it is. No, there's this Myrtle gorgeous. Beach? We don't know. Guys, we don't we're just know. pulling, we're pulling rabbits out of hats. We were in a place. hot tub, kids. We, the hot tub was fun, but, but there's that gorgeous, super wide shot. It feels like a movie of Lucas and yeah. Nathan walking into that yeah. gymnasium yeah. And, and you realize it's just these like two young boys up against the world and it's touching. 
That was, those were the moments that reminded me of, um, what was the movie that Mike Tolan and Brian Robbins had done together? It was, they had done a basketball movie before they sold this show. It wasn't that the movie Antoine did? Coach Carter. Yeah. And Antoine was in it. That's right. And it was so, be- it was so beautifully shot and those big epic moments of, you know, somehow it feels magical and intimate and huge all at the same time. And they did a great job. And there were a lot of shots in this episode that reminded me of that vibe, which is what the show was sold on. That's what our show was sold on that, that vibe, that image. So yeah, we got our show back. We tell you every so often, we don't work with sponsors whose stuff we don't use. And I really love a lot of the things we've found on this podcast, from like better pillows to better towels to all the other things. But this freaking app, the amount of money it has saved me, I didn't know how many weird little things I was subscribed to from like reading a Substack and being like, yes, to doing some random app download because I needed a feature and then I forgot. The amount of just like monthly bills that I was paying for that added up to be like hundreds and hundreds of dollars, I was mortified. Well, Rocket Money is the solution and saves our butts every time. You guys, Rocket Money, (laughs) it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users, including us, And it has saved people a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So like $5 here and $8 there really Mm -hmm. adds up. They have saved members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. It's incredible. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. So all Mm. you have to do is submit a picture of your bill And Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions, and then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. 
Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never aired, girl, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. 
Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. My favorite shot of the entire episode was the hallway shot where you see the chaperones go through and make sure yes! everyone's in bed and then all the kids oh, duck so out of their room. Because I full on remember those nights going on field trips in high school. I went on every field trip imaginable. Student government, theater, sports, like whatever. Is If I could leave my house, I went on that trip. And I loved like hotels and we did. We would sneak out. We, and we wouldn't do anything bad. We certainly weren't going to strip clubs, but we'd go to each other's rooms <laughs> and stuff. And it was, I remember uh, going on a government field trip. And like, it was when Lifetime did If These Walls Could Talk. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? Yeah. It was all about lesbians. It was like, you know, the first time that yeah. those relationships were being profiled on television. And I was into it, like fascinated. Yeah. And at my, I, I'm sitting in my room, I'm in a hotel. We have cable on like I did at home and my sponsors call our hotel room and I answer the phone. And I said, hello. And they're like, Hillary, turn the channel. And I was like, what? They're like, we can hear <laughs> the sex scenes from your room. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. Anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah. Listen, some, you got to like go out of town and sow your oats. Totally. I loved I also remember us filming that stuff, and I can't remember if they had a bullhorn and they would yell or if they had an air horn at the end of the hall. They needed a really loud yeah. noise to get everyone to open the door at the same time, and how funny it was when we get it wrong, and it was like, it was just such a charming behind-the-scenes <laughs> experience, but to see it on camera, because again, you know, for everybody watching along with us, we filmed this stuff for hours and hours. So when we see it cut together and the comedy is like chef's kiss, the timing is perfect. You go, oh, my God, we really did it right. And it's so sweet to then have this moment where you're like, rut row. And when everybody gets in trouble and Barry is screaming, how could you? How am I supposed Hilarious. to? And you, and you realize he's not yelling at the team. He's yelling at Karen and Larry. Ugh, that was so gold. good. It was perfect. It was gold. I love that we kept our basketball players and our cheerleaders for the run of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really special. I loved that, that, that they really made an effort to do that. It was so cool. And this was a cool episode too, because, you know, so many of the gals on our squad were our friends, like some of the dearest people in our lives. And this was the first time with Teresa, you know, getting chicken pox. Ugh, I hated Brooke being like, cover up the zit. But it's like, okay, it's the joke for the chicken pox <laughs> fine, whatever. It's okay. <laughs> and there's a lot of Victoria in there too, which was kind of fun to see in Brooke. That's true. That's oh my very, God, ooh, you're That's right. a good point. Joy with the zinger. Yeah. But, but like seeing her more on camera, seeing Daniela more with her, like that perfectly just shocked face when the other girl is mean to us downstairs. Bevan getting her first line on oh. camera. It was just so special. Remember when they named her Bevan on the call sheet? 
Like they, yeah. they're like, what do we oh, call her? Yeah. She can only be Bevan. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it. give her a character name. <laughs> what was her first line? What did she say? It was something snarky to Brooke. It was about, it was, it was, a, well, okay, so when we had the cheerleading Wait, practice I just on the wrote quad, down Bevan's first line. I didn't write down what it was. Well, so when we were shot that scene on the quad, part of my mm-hmm. mortification and all of this cheerleading is that my real friends from high school visited during this episode and they came like, cause all my friends were still in college. And so they came during, yeah. it must've been spring break because this oh, yeah. aired in April. And so they, and we only had a couple weeks between when we would shoot and when things would air. So my girlfriends from high school all came down and watched us film that cheerleading practice on the quad. <laughs> and I just remember them being like, Hmm, that's not accurate. You know, like, like <laughs> real bitchy about it. But that's when like Bevan had her first line. And, you know, for yeah. her, that turned into a big storyline. And now, you know, mm-hmm. we can talk. You know, Bevan's got a really successful podcast. Bevan runs her own business now. She was doing Soul Cycle Forever. Mm-hmm. And she's got her own business called Recess, um, which yep. is a fitness program. And she moved to Wilmington after living in New York City for years. Daniela is like in London. Is she living yeah. in London with her twins yeah. or something? Daniela is in London with three kids. What? I was at Daniela's wedding. Oh it God. was an utter dream. Aww. My favorite, I actually just have to shout out Daniela and her sweet husband, Bryn, because you guys will remember this. When Daniela and Bryn started dating, we were all in North Carolina and he's English. <laughs> so he would walk into a bar and be like, you know, in his cute accent, like, oh, hello. And people were like, wow, where are you from? And then they moved to London and everyone is British. Yeah. Duh. And Daniela walks into a bar and goes, hey, y'all. With and all the Brits accent. are like, oh, my, where are you from? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I've done myself a terrible disservice. The thing that made me feel cool makes my wife catnip to everyone in London. Hilarious. And I was like. And it's just, it's the cutest role reversal. And they are just the most delightful, wonderful couple. And their kids are unbelievable. And it's like, yeah, man, we were all just a bunch of kids pretending to be cheerleaders. And now we're grownups with careers. Who knew? So Brett Claywell and Sarah Edwards, who played Teresa. So Tim and Sarah were dating in real life when we were doing this. And so that was a fun Mm -hmm. thing because they were like the hometown kids and they were the ones to like give us tours. And I remember like going around on Halloween with Sarah. She was just like a police officer. She was the hottest thing in town. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my God, her shorts could not have been shorter, but she was a smoke show. And so I think that's why they felt so comfortable making fun of her in this episode because she clearly yeah. knew that she was a babe. Um, well, she's heartbreakingly pretty. And, so and then nice. she's like, she's like, okay, yeah, you can put stuff all over my face. It's fine. It's fine. And the rest <laughs> of us were like, wow, what must it be like to feel that confident? Cool. That's cool. <laughs> but she's a mom now too. She just had babies. It's fun to like keep up with everybody and see our evolution and know that we were all yeah. punk kids together, you know, pretending know. to be high schoolers yeah. <laughs> forever. And now we're moms. Forever. That's what we do now. Um, It's cute. I will say, speaking of confidence, I loved, I loved when we were having that sweet moment in the hot tub in the pool. Mm -hmm. And Haley walks out for the first time in the Tree Hill Ravens cheerleading costume. And Brooke says, Tudor girl, you look bitchin'. Bitchin'. And Haley doesn't shy away or make a bashful thing that girls... 
Like in the Amy Schumer skit, like the girls are like, oh, this? No. Haley's like, yeah, I kind of do, don't I? And I was like, I love yes, it. own it, own it, do own it. it. It was so nice. It was so fun to put on a cheerleading uniform and feel like I was part of the group, you know, and feel like just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I... And Haley was not supposed to be a cheerleader. She was like something else. And so to be able to play with you guys for a little bit and do that, I, I thought that was really fun. I, it was it was new. And I and to get dressed up and put my hair in a ponytail and, I you know, all the little it. like I, fake eyelashes. And it was fun. I loved that. Joy, did it make a difference in how you felt on set once you joined the squad? Because you got to sit in yeah. the bleachers with Craig, which was also pleasing. Also um, fun. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it did. I mean, I think I look, I've I've always been very uncomfortable most of the time in life, always. (laughs) So I'm like only just about five years ago, I started turning a corner and being like, wait, I don't give a I'm fine. Um, (laughs) You know, so I think no matter where I was, there was always an element of being uncomfortable and overanalyzing and all that. But I had fun. and, And yeah, I think being able to feel like I was a part of the popular kids crew a little bit more and, you know, hanging out with all of you guys and, um, being able to stay, stay after, be a part of the cheer rehearsal. So I didn't feel like I was missing out on something you guys all, all got Maybe to go do together. Anything. <laughs> well, I, yeah, now I know, but you know, back then it was like, oh man, they get to bond because they're, they have all, they have their cheer rehearsals and they have this little club. And so that was kind of, that was fun to be able to be a part of that. Mm. I thought it was also cool for, the storyline too, I liked w- w- showing that Haley, you know, the, yeah. the Haley feeling torn between uh, st- her friendship with Lucas and making sure that she was making time for her boyfriend. And yeah. um, that was tough. so adult. You <gasps> being like, this is how it's going to be, Lucas, was fantastic. Like, yes. And you know what else I loved about it? Haley saying to him, I don't spend more time with Nathan than you spent with Brooke. Like, yeah. she, without saying it, she calls him on his basically, double standard. Yeah, the double standard of him saying, you're not allowed to change, but I am. And she's like, that's not cool. You did this. I'm doing this. We're growing up. And in a way, her saying that kind of diffuses the whole thing. And then by the end of the episode, everyone's being friends. Yeah. It's such a... It's such a phenomenal way to like let the air out of the balloon and and yeah. and you did it so tenderly but with a with a boundary. And yeah, it was she's really owning cool. her she's owning her journey, which yeah. I loved about her. I loved that she was unabashedly like you know, it's it's nerve-wracking, it's scary. I'm not sure how to do this. I don't I don't yeah. want to hurt anybody. I don't, you know, we're both stepping into this thing where we used to be kind of the losers on the outskirts and now we're both in with the popular kids and trying to find our way and there's drama and, but she owned her journey in it. She didn't make apologies for herself. She didn't try and please yeah. everybody. She just was like, I'm, I'm just going one day at a time. And uh, this is where I am. And I'm, I'm owning it. Yeah. I love, I love that. it. I have a theory. I think that Haley is a time traveler and is actually from the future because she's the only person who is exhibiting like 2021 values. Do you know what I mean? It's true. You are Rachel McAdams and the time traveler's wife. Oh God, God. I love it. You're a time traveler. That's the only thing One Tree Hill was missing, time travel. (laughs) Honestly, we jumped 
We jumped every single shark but a time machine. So, guys, that would have been the most amazing final episode, by the way. We all climb into a DeLorean. That's why Peyton didn't come to Brooke's wedding. She was time traveling, guys. She was like a Bill and Ted, <laughs> like in a phone booth. We need a reboot special <laughs> just for this. Just to time travel. Why not? F*** it. Um, That's so good. Wait, wait. But comedy aside, I actually do have to say... Watching this, I wish we'd had time to watch the episodes when they were airing because we never got to see them. No, we, we were, were on working. set. Were we yeah. on Tuesdays at 8 p.m.? We were like working. We were working. But I, in watching Haley assert herself and own that she deserves to have experiences of trial and error. I'm like, oh, man, if anybody had taught me that when (laughs) I was a kid, that would have been cool. (laughs) But would we have listened? I mean, that's part of youth. That's why youth is wasted on the young, right? Like if we had known, but even if we had known, would we have listened? Because I sure as hell know I got a lot of advice that I never listened to and wish I had. But I didn't I didn't want to listen, you know. Well, so I think that's part of the touche. journey. Haley is described touche. by Lucas, and this is like the part where we're all like, oh, that guy. He's like, she used to be totally original, Haley, when he's talking <gasps> to Nathan. And oh, we were that made me so mad. What the heck? Like, the heck? You used to be totally original, Lucas, you big Lucas. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> all I hear is she used to only talk to you. And now she talks to other people and you don't yeah. like it. <laughs> he's he's feeling a little like boys do that, right? Feel they yeah. feel extra territorial. You know who doesn't do that? Yeah. Jake Jagelski. <laughs> right. Jake Jagelski is a dad. If if Jake Jagelski could walk on water, I think that, that would be in One Tree Hill. We like I said, we've jumped every other shark. Okay, time travel, walking on water. Yeah. We we have to keep a list for what might come someday. He <laughs> is um, the, the person who's allowed to be perfect. Do you know what I mean? Like there mm. are no flaws with Jagelski, which can be irritating. Um, he's he'll be a bit of a martyr in season three when he tells Peyton to go be with Lucas, which is mm. super yeah. frustrating. That's right. That's um, right. But for right now, the fact that he's like next door to the girls and the door opens up and he's like not a threat at all. It's like, yeah. oh my God, Love Jake's it. next door. You're so fun. You know? Yeah. Yay. And he's not talking shit about his ex who just showed up on his doorstep in the last episode. There's How no- did we not open the episode with that moment? That's so crazy that the- he doesn't want to tell any of us. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a shit talker. I think maybe he's a time traveler too. <gasps> oh. Could be. Oh, yeah. And I know Nikki's a secret, but I just I don't know. I've, it was such a good cliffhanger that to open the episode was, and not be right back. There was no deodorant in that scene. Nick, oh, Nikki right. just goes pow, pow. <laughs> With right. sparkle pits. Sparkle pits. Sparkle pits. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the name of this podcast episode. Yes. Sparkle pits. You're welcome. <laughs> Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like... 
my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah, <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And <gasps> if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really <laughs> fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. <laughs> well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. <laughs> it's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom and more. Wayfair makes it easy with fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff. And they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're mm -hmm. all at macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. 
I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Actually, there's a moment in this whole cheerleading storyline, which feels really important to call out for our fans and listeners. What? Because it made us cackle. There's a lot of very great comedy. And I will say again, show's back on track. I'm, I know I keep repeating it, but I'm real excited. <laughs> Get over it. Um, the writers gave like a lot of good comedy. And and I, I feel lucky. Like as Brooke, I got a lot of good comedy in this episode. Zingers, man. It's a lot of like did. her. It's it's her anxiety. It's like, we got to win this. We're going to go Tanya Harding. It's like she's so <laughs> We're going to go Tanya panicky. Harding on that girl. It's so ridiculous, but it's so charming. And and the comedy was great. And then there is a moment that is clearly written for comedy, but it's ridiculous because Peyton brings Haley in and is like, she's going to fill in. And it's like, this isn't going to work. And then it's like, we're going to stay up all night. We need black coffee. Sleep is our enemy. Tudor girl, we're going to have to do something about that hair. Oh my God. Right? And the three of us started cackling <laughs> because in this episode, out of maybe any episode ever, Joy and I have the exact same <laughs> hair. Yeah. You guys, it is it is the same uh, color. Yeah. It is the same, same length. length. Yeah. It is in a straight, full blowout. Oh, yeah. So same I'm style. like, we got to do something about that hair. And clearly mine also. Like, it's so <laughs> ridiculous. I love it. I love this about Brooke. I, I mean, Brooke it. could get away with it. Brooke could be the one who could be totally wild and irrational and crazy. But you still loved her because you saw the Thank little you. girl in her. And yeah. that was so endearing. And, you know, you always, it was like your best friend who's like overdramatic and wild and crazy. But you still yeah. love her because you see, you see the, the little girl in her that you just love so much. And, and that, that never goes away. You know, the wonder Aww. that's in her, that does. That never goes away. So even when she's barking at people and being, you know, snide and whatever, then in the next moment she can turn around and smile and be like, oh, my God, I don't know why I'm being so crazy today. I'm sorry. I love you. Okay, bye. That's so Brooke. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's exactly it. And I think because some of it, like on the page, it's like, Haley, we have to fix your hair. Yeah. And then we're standing there and we have the same hair. So I think inadvertently. I wish they'd have played that. I wish we had been able to look at each I other know, and like to uh, be like. Uh. <laughs> uh, but it like it the the ridiculousness of what they would write that wasn't real. I think gave me as a performer the space to lean into like I got to make this endearing because it's utterly ridiculous. Well, dude, your yeah. pep talk right before the competition where you're like <laughs> Teresa's last words to us were this sucks and this will suck if we lose like it, <laughs> it's perfect it's perfect yeah you played it's it not perfectly. guys we have to do this for Teresa no oh my no, god no this sucks oh my god and it did suck I promise yeah you guys 
We didn't even get sparkle deodorant like gifted to us. No, because <laughs> our dance sucked, Joy. Maybe if we danced a little harder, we would have gotten some sparkle pits. We would have gotten some gift bags, That's damn hilarious. it. hilarious. They were like, send them home. Don't give them. Do they still make it? Is this something I'm going to have to Google right now? Are we going to have to buy it on eBay? (laughs) eBay. I do not want 15 or 18 year old deodorant. That is not. (laughs) I would like to put one stick in a shadow box frame next to my teeny tiny cutout of Paul Johansson as Dan Scott. Trick or treat. Um, Gross. What I also noticed in this episode, which felt like a chick did not write. Um. Is that Brooke and Peyton are at odds, like crazy at odds. Yeah. And the last episode was like, I hate your face. I'm not your friend. Don't look at me. And even though she still hates me, we still have to be in all the same shots together. And so like we're next to like I'm literally on top of you in every (laughs) single shot hovering like a psychopath. Just like you don't love me now, but you will, you know, like I'm straight stalking you. But that's what you say at the end. And actually, I thought maybe maybe that makes up for it, the thing you're talking about. It's which fine. Now that I think about it, it's creepy. But I like what they wrote, which was when I say, it's essentially the come down, right? Yeah. Like, look, it was fun to have something to focus on, but you did this horrible thing and we're not friends. And I thought that line was so simple and so poignant. And the way you delivered it was so beautiful. And you just said, look, maybe you're not my friend, but I'm your friend. And I'm going to prove it to you. And I was Mm. like, oh. It's great. Oh, so many people have wanted to hear that. Yeah. From people they've loved and been hurt by and probably haven't. And I I loved that moment. I like that moment. It's, you know, the Brooke Payton relationship is so complex. And so I like when they give us those little, just really simple moments. You know, like if another teenager said that, when teenagers say vulnerable things like that, that's a risk. That's like a big deal. And so our show doesn't have to be about like, I'm in the hospital and I almost died. Like those little moments in parking lots are are just as important. And so Mm. I I really like that scene and I like the Brooke Payton journey. You guys want to talk about some gossip? Yeah, I love gossip. Oh, what's the gossip? Well, the gossip is that, um, well, as you know, and you wouldn't bring it up because it's up to me to bring it up, but I I was um, dating someone while we were, someone from Wilmington while we were filming this episode and um, without... With the, uh, I don't think I was engaged yet. Was that? No, okay. I think we it were. It was on the way and we didn't it like was it, that Joy. guy, though. We didn't like it. And I know. We made a signal to be like, are we talking about this? But you're talking about it. We're in. We're yeah, I'm here. talking about it. No, go. I mean, I okay, knew it great. was up to me to bring up. But that's what I mostly remember from behind the scenes of this, of this, you know, Sparkle Classic or whatever, this trip, because um, I think he like worked a lot in Myrtle Beach or something. Anyway, it came down to hang out. But like. I I never heard the behind the scenes like what how you guys all felt about it or what you all thought because I was like isolating myself so I didn't I don't know what happened and well, how you were, like, like dating him like you were in the throes of romance of and yeah. all I remember is this dude showing up and coming to our hair and makeup trailer and all of us looking at each other like who's this guy because he he was very territorial out of the gates and we were like well, well who is this she's ours like this is our person <laughs> and we haven't vetted you and we don't we know like you it. yeah um, 
And I don't know why I was like, come on in the hair and makeup. I mean, I had been around this business long enough to know that you don't like have your friends and family just come hang out in the trailer. Unless usually you want for us long. to rip them apart. Yeah. I know. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the back of your mind, you wanted us to intervene. Maybe I did. And I, obviously, I don't want to disparage anyone. It, he was a, a sweet guy, a good dude. He was handsome and successful. And, you know, it, it was he, there was nothing wrong with him. It was just that we were not the right match. Like we were very different places in our journey, you know, and it's, so it didn't work out. And that was as it should be. But I do know that everybody kind of was, had a, didn't have a great vibe and was like a little <laughs> concerned. Like, Joy, we gave you a cheerleading uniform. You don't have to be with him. You can I be know. With us. Don't do it. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Hillary, this gave us a bridge because you didn't like what was happening in my personal sure life. Didn't. Sure didn't. Sure didn't. And this, us both hating Joy's boyfriend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so we can talk gave about us this. the bridge, and and suddenly you were like, "Yeah, you know how to spot a bad situation." <laughs> and I was like, "Maybe." And we were we were like trying to swim back toward each other. And this was this was kind of our spot. Anyway, I'm so glad that I could be a bridge for you guys. Listen, I admit my bad choices to having firm opinions about things, and my firm opinions about Sophia, you've never been wrong. My, my firm opinions about Sophia's relationship, and my firm opinion about Joy's relationship maybe didn't make me the nicest person to be around. And so I apologize <laughs> for that. But I also am glad that I pushed back a little bit because you both deserved better. Oh, love you. That's what you want your girlfriends for. You know, That's you want, you want people to, to say and that. And you know what I will say is that when you're young and you're new and you've like just hatched and you have goo behind your ears, yeah. you don't know, like you're you're either like a duckling or a bull in a china shop, you don't know how to communicate. Yeah. And for the tumult and the like good and the bad of trying to messily advocate for each other, <laughs> what I like is that even when we couldn't hear it when we were babies, we we always trusted each other. Even if we were mad, there was love. Yeah. And we always trusted each other. And so- it's not lost on any of us that now after all these years, like the first person any of us calls when we have any shit to talk about our life is each other. Because mm -hmm. it's yeah. like, well, you saw the dumbest thing I ever did. You so you're not going to think this is that bad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember that time I almost destroyed my life? You guys were there. Yeah, well, let this be a lesson to you out there. Uh, uh, you know, as a young person, if mm -hmm. all your friends or, you know, a, a, a good chunk of your friends have red flags about your relationship, please listen. Yeah. Please take it seriously. And that doesn't mean that the other person, the relationship is like the worst or, you know, evil or anything. It just means it's like, it eh. might not be right. Yeah. It just means it's not for you. Because yeah. here's what I'll say. There is, there really is, and I don't mean this to be hyperbolic or saccharine or any of it, there is somebody for everybody. Yeah. And sometimes when you're young, you're, you're not as attuned to the specificities of your puzzle pieces yet. So you really, you're like, well no, said. this almost fits, it, it's close. And it's like, it's actually not close if it doesn't fit. It's really not, it's a terrible idea. 
houses that don't fit together fall down. Like, that's not to say yeah. you're never going to argue. You're never going to have things to work out. No, I mean, you, point, you are, there are a lot of things that, you know, when you partner up with somebody, you're meant to be kind of clashing up against each other in order to make each other better people. Yeah. And that's yeah. part of the journey of a relationship. To expand. Yeah. Yeah. To grow. Yeah. So it doesn't mean that there should never be a fight. Actually, I think if you're not fighting ever, there, you probably have a huge problem in your relationship. <laughs> you're sleeping with other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something's going on. If you've never had an argument, one or both of you might be a serial killer. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but fun. yes, I, I agree. I agree with but what you're saying. keep the asshole friend that tells you, I don't like your relationship. I don't like yes. it. I don't like it. Do it. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Because they love you. They love you. And you know what's funny? It brings me to the circle back of these relationships, these friendships that are being pressure tested. Haley's standing up for herself and saying, I, I deserve to grow. To Lucas is a big deal. And Brooke leaning into, you know, a decade and a half of best friendship with Peyton and then saying, I'm still not ready to forgive you. It's actually, I mean, we said this in the last episode, like why have we not seen Brooke crying about what happened to her? Yeah. And it's at the end of this episode. Oh, yes. Photos. That beautiful shot with the mirror and the chandelier and those photos. Beautifully lit. Another great shot. I mean, wow. How gorgeously set up was that? Yes. I was so happy to see Brooke finally letting her guard (sighs) down by herself and just letting it out. Oh, broke my heart. It was so beautiful. And it's interesting, you know, when we get into this one, Dwayne Clark directed this so beautifully. For you guys at home, I don't know, the children listening, Dick Clark is Dwayne Clark's dad. Dick Clark of like, you know, American Bandstand. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And so he comes from like legendary pop culture. And I think he probably had a really good understanding of pop culture. And, and that's what our show was. It was like, how do teenagers communicate with each other? How do they communicate with music? How do they communicate in their like high school setting? His entire family lineage was, you know, based in that it was their family business. Yeah. Yeah. So that inherent just understanding of how to communicate not just what's on the page, but more, I thought was so beautiful. And and there's this ending that, again, feels like what we did best, where we go from this moment of Keith coming in and seeing Karen and Larry and oh. going, oh, maybe I've been replaced, of, that of was Haley. Painful. painful, of, of, you know, Brooke Payton, Lucas, Haley, Nathan, all of them in the parking lot, like the core five having this experience, Brooke going home, having her her tears, Lucas taking the court again at Nathan's advice, by the way, yeah, to push through the pain, to start training. And then Nathan gets the apartment. <gasps> the apartment. The, the, the is capitalized. Nathan gets the yeah. apartment where, where so many things take place over the years to come. You guys, did you know anybody growing up that lived on their own? I did. No. Well, you Joy did. lived on her own. She was a ch- That's what I mean. I, I had my own apartment when I was a That's senior. crazy. Like, how did that happen? Well, she was on a TV show. Yeah, I was on a series. I mean, financially, that's how that happened. Didn't you have to move to New York, though, to do your series? Um, 
I did, it was a soap and I, the first year I did, uh, my mom was terrified for me to have my own apartment. So I ended up living in my own place in Hackensack instead of moving to New York city, which oh was the God, biggest mistake I could have made because Your I should have just moved to the city. Awful. The commute was bad, but also I was so isolated out there. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have a bunch of friends in Hackensack, New Jersey. I had friends in my hometown that I was in, and then I had friends in the city and she was just afraid of me being in New York. And, you know, I was 17 and whatever, I, you know, you listen to your mom. So, <laughs> Joy, you sound like an old timey character. Well, I didn't have a bunch of friends in Hackensack, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, if there's anybody in Hackensack that wants to be friends with Joy, it's not too late. <laughs> there you go. You're like, but I did go to Paramus and shop at the outlets. <laughs> I love those outlets, by the way. Anybody in Paramus, you're no, lucky. Yes. I love it. I love New Jersey and I loved Hackensack, but I should have had an apartment <laughs> in New York City, which I eventually did the next year I moved yeah. to New York. But um, why were we talking oh. about that? Oh, yeah. So that's so the I apartment. was commuting. I was commuting back and forth. But um, I, I was the only person I knew that did that. I mean, I didn't know any high schoolers that lived on their own like like Brooke apparently yeah. does, even though we've never seen her family. And Peyton certainly does. It's crazy. And now Nathan, the one person now that had two parents, is out yeah. on his own. They're like, we can't He's like, bye. It. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And <gasps> if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like, it really <laughs> fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there, and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back Three times since then, uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's regatón. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. <laughs> well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under, categories like fragrance, handbags, and more, or their gift 
lists, like for the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped. Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of, love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. I feel like we have a lot of things to talk about that perhaps we should do after we close this podcast over a glass of wine. Mm. But we have some listener questions. Let's do that. And we have a question from Daniel that actually just made me giggle hard because it's I feel attacked but also seen um (laughs) okay Danielle says with this podcast we've found out that Peyton can't really draw shut up yes I can (laughs) well I don't know why anybody said this well because I didn't draw those pictures oh that's what it is okay 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 Uh, I'm, I'm gonna edit Danielle's question in this podcast we found out Peyton didn't do her own drawings and that Haley would be a bad tutor yeah, because remember I was saying I like I don't have the patience and like ma- math is I would <laughs> not be a good ma- math Joy tutor. To deal with a I could tutor you in history or English or spelling. A punctuation tutor I think is important these days. If you've ever <laughs> been on Twitter, but that's a separate conversation. Your, your. So, 
Your, your, there, there. Um, Danielle says, are Brooks sewing skills real? Does Sophia know how to sew or make <gasps> I sketches? don't know the answer to this either. Do are you? Joy and Hillary. <sighs> Guys, all I want is to know how to sew. And I don't know how. Maybe we can teach you. We can teach you. However, I am the kind of person who will try something on and go, ugh, this would be great if this needs to be taken mm-hmm. in. This needs to be hemmed. This sleeve should be this. Like I can You can see, design. You can sketch. I love design. I can't sew or draw past a stick figure at all. So no, no project runway for you. I've seen you draw-ish. I think you're being very You have kind. nice handwriting. That's kind, that's like drawing words. Yes. Also, very kind. <laughs> <laughs> you can draw words, shapes. <laughs> you know what I will say is I'm very good at spatial math, like trigonometry. If you need a person yeah. to unpack your home. I don't even know what spatial home, math is. <gasps> Joy. What the hell trigonometry, is that? Trigonometry. Yeah. Trigonometry. Geometry. Spatial math. I can pack a suitcase. I'll get twice as much in it as any other person. Yeah. I can unpack and organize a house for you. I have a girlfriend who I was doing a job with who was very pregnant and miserably sick and moving. Her and her husband were moving. And the sweet angel that she's married to was working for a stint in New York at Did the time. Did you pack this woman's whole house while you also have 37 other jobs? Yeah. You did. You did. I packed up their whole apartment and then every night after work for three hours every day until it was done, I would go over to their new apartment and I would unpack and I would say, do you like this bowl here? And she would sit on the couch (laughs) with a bucket to barf in and eventually she would pass out and I would just be like, you know what? I'm going to keep going. And I unpacked their entire apartment. I hung all of their art. I organized like their light bulbs and little Tupperware containers on the shelf. Oh my God, I really am. Monica, spatial math. Brooke Davis is Rachel. I'm kind of, if you put Rachel and Monica in a blender, that's me. I don't know what to say about it. (laughs) I remember going to your house and seeing like things in shadow boxes and like framed really nicely when I would just like nail (laughs) to my wall. And I was like, oh, Soph does this like nice. Oh yeah, it's another level. Yeah. I just went, this is how you know that I'm a crazy person. The last day in LA, I had one day in Los Angeles before I moved to Canada for six months. I took four years worth of stuff that had been accumulating in a bin in my garage that needed to be framed to the framer. Of course you did. And I was like, obviously this is what I should do on my last day in LA because I said to the lady, you have six months. I have no rush. You just frame all this whenever I haven't had time. Here we are. Here we are. We had a great day together. So if you could love sew it. anything, like I remember being so impressed seeing you had vintage <gasps> bathing suits framed in your house that I was like, oh, that's really cool. If you could sew anything, what mm. would you sew? Like Hall- Suits. Oh, yeah. You are so You love a suit. I love a suit. I would love to be able, I want to be able to like cuff a jacket, hem a pant. Mm-hmm. I need a lesson. Joy, I need a lesson. We can help you. All right. Girl, I okay. was treasurer of future homemakers of America at <gasps> Sterling Middle School in 1995. Hillary Burton, you only get cuter to me. It's so true. I'm going to fight Jeff. Did they have future homemakers <laughs> of America in California or New Jersey? Or is that just like a Southern thing? I've definitely heard of that in New Jersey. Yes. I did 4-H. 
I did like the full-blown agriculture because I was in California. Yeah. So they were like, learn to grow vegetables. They didn't care if we learned how to stitch anything. We got you. Maybe we just need a special live event just to learn how to sew. Can you imagine? <laughs> we're going to dress in old-timey dresses with bustles and high collars, <laughs> cameo <laughs> pins. That's so good. I love a cameo. Wait. What if on our next Drama Queens Live, we dress up in old-timey clothes and we learn how to make pajamas? <laughs> pajamas? We're going to sew pajamas. our own pajamas. I'm down. Yeah. Because on our first one, we did pajamas. Guys, I'm just saying, we have a theme here and we should stick to it. I'm going to crochet a neckline. Don't worry. All right, Danielle, thanks for your question. Spin, spin, <laughs> spin a wheel. Sweet. <laughs> we are going to spin our most likely two. What are we at? Oh, man. Become president. President of what? Most likely to become president, but like, of what? Of what? Well, I mean, if we're saying the president, who's most likely to become the president? I guess. Future homemakers of America, I call dibs. (laughs) However, yeah, who in the show was government minded? I know. Would it be uh, Lisa? uh, What was her character's name? Millie? I don't know. Was she in? No, I feel like it's Gigi. Oh, Gigi. Oh, oh that's God. interesting. Yeah. yeah. On the show, I feel like it's Gigi. Also, again, mouth. I mean, why does he fit every yeah. category? <sighs> he really does. He's perfect. Mouth is really the answer. If all else fails, mm-hmm. the answer is mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, what about, oh, well, Lindsay. Lindsay was like a, you know, like a book editor published you know she worked for like a but she was certainly the most adult and like together character that we'd had why do i feel like though Lindsay would become like the president of the guggenheim museum yes 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 that's you know what, what i'm I mean? saying like yeah she would be the chic director of an art Institute. She was sophisticated and smart and savvy and like knew when to walk yeah. away and like yeah. just yeah. She was a grown up. Yeah. What about Dan? Oh Christ! Do we really need a Dan president? I mean, we've had one. I think we could. <laughs> I I just feel like it's possible. I feel like it's possible. That's all I'm saying. It is possible. Anyway, yeah. It, Guys, I'm going to I'm going to finish my pad thai and my wine. Sorry, I've been eating this whole time, but this has been real fun and we're so glad that you joined us all. Yeah, thanks for having dinner with us. Um it's been an edamame night for me, friends. Uh but yeah, what do we have next week? What do we got? 18 to wish impossible things. What to happens dream next week? The impossible dream. I actually don't know. I don't know either. Because that was such a standalone episode. Where are we going? What's going to happen? It. This episode didn't tease anything. Hmm. It was kind it was of a standalone so episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're unresolved with Nikki and Jake. We're still a little wishy-washy on whether Lucas and Nathan are actually friends with each other hmm. or not. Um, Peyton and Brooke's friendship is still up in the air. It hangs in the balance. And Nathan's got an apartment, which for sure he's going to throw a party in oh at some God, point soon. <gasps> oh, I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. You do? <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm not going to ruin it. But you guys, you're going to like it. I can't wait. Watch the episode and tune in with us next week. When I tell you, I have no idea. It's like, I never was on this show. That's how I'm much with you, girl. I have no I'm idea. With you. All right, we love you guys. We'll see you next week. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You guys... Have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Is it hoarding if it's boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.